This Israel report is brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Rolene Marks, Bokatov, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, good, thanks, and you? Yeah, very good, thank you. I've been trying to figure out Netanyahu's speech, and so far I am not there yet because I just can't work out what the point is of last night's speech was. Uh, before we get into that, I, I just want to, to say something regarding hostages. I know that there's a lot of news yes. floating about. Yeah, I haven't reported uh, it because I haven't found it uh, on, on a verified website or anywhere yet. So if you want to just tell us what the story is. I know that there is a lot of news floating around about 21 hostages. I'm going to reiterate what the IDF have said, what the Israeli police have said, and what the uh, government have said. Unless it comes from official sources, i.e. the IDF, the government, or Israel police, it is not factual. Please remember, and I know that there are so many people out there who want to be the person who broke news or knows something. These are people's families who are in agony, and these are people's lives we're messing with. And we're also dealing with a great deal of psychological warfare. There, is, there are no confirmations in official Israeli sources about bodies of 21 hostages. I'm going to repeat that. There is no confirmation from official Israeli sources, i.e. the IDF and the government, about 21 hostages or their bodies. Please do not spread this information, do not tweet it out, unless it comes from the official sources. We are at war, there is a great deal of psychological warfare, and this goes for WhatsApp messages, petitions from people who you don't know about, uh, video clips that are shared. We are, uh, we are in a war of information as well as a physical war. So please consider the source, and unless it has IDF or, or, or government press office attached, it is not verified news. Yeah, in fact, I just messaged, um, I responded to somebody who always tweets these terrible things at me, uh, these, these videos. And of course, they're unverified. We don't even know what we're looking at. And I said to them, uh, I don't want to block you, but I will block you if you continue to send me violence porn. I don't want to see violence porn on my, on my timeline. I don't know what you're sending me. I don't know what it is. Have a conversation with me. But if you continue to send me these, uh, tag me in these videos, I'll just simply block you. And, and I think we have to be ruthless with with information and with this type of thing absolutely and you don't have to engage any uh, and every anti-israel lunatic sometimes oh, no time in the your world. own men- mm. yeah sometimes for your own mental and physical health just block them and ignore them that's that's the only way to do but again i want to repeat and this goes for whatsapp groups as well because there are many of them that are not run by proper journalists 
uh, and are putting information out based on supposition unless it comes from official sources and they give you those official sources this is not verified news all right and uh, that that is very very important as a reminder let's now go back to netanyahu and his speech last night well to say that it is combative or was combative is an understatement uh, and my takes from the the prime minister's speech is that he's a man very very much understanding that his approval ratings are very very low his popularity is very very low uh, at the moment it's the lowest it ever has been uh, and my take on the speech is that this is a, an, an angry and perhaps wounded animal lashing out in many directions the prime minister has taken a lot of criticism lately especially from the families of hostages that they're not a priority there is a lot of criticism many feel that he's trying to um uh, carry on this war as long as possible uh, in in order to avoid elections i mean his approval rating at the moment is that only 15% of Israelis want him to keep uh, his job. This is very, very low, very, wow. very low. Especially during a war, because approval ratings during a war where there's tremendous unity are traditionally very much higher. Well, exactly. And, uh, you know, him saying, well, this war will continue to 2024 and maybe into 2025. He wants to prolong this war because he knows that Israelis want an election. Uh, Israelis are going to demand that. He, he has also taken a lot of criticism for coming very short of taking responsibility for the events of the 7th of October. He has said that, uh, you know, uh, he along with everybody um, will, will face investigation, but he hasn't said the words that Israelis want to hear. I take full responsibility and I am sorry. Those are the words that Israelis want to hear right now. <coughs> Excuse me, at least I'm not hiccuping, Howard. Yeah, that is and, true. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and that is why uh, I think that he's lashing out. Um, we've heard from the uh, head of the Shabak who said that he will step down after this war. And we've heard from the former Ramat Kal, the former IDF chief of staff, Aviv Kochavi, giving a, a speech earlier this week, saying that he believes he should also be investigated. He said, I bear responsibility uh, just as much and I should be investigated. Uh, you know, um, we, we've heard from former Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, he has taken responsibility. The head of Mossad has taken responsibility. The head of the uh, current army has taken responsibility. Uh, you, know, you know, we've heard from uh, many in the security establishment, but we haven't heard from the Prime Minister, and that is not sitting well with the Israeli public. Which is uh, very, it's, what, so what can happen? Uh, is there a way, is there a way to remove him uh, and to push for an election? Uh, well, we have already um, the uh, first vote of no confidence being pushed forward by Yeshatid. Uh, and there is generally a feeling that um, the Israeli public could push for an election. 
very, very soon. We have heard from members of the political establishment saying it's, it's now time for the Prime Minister to resign. He is clashing with his defence minister. Uh, there was criticism for the way that the transportation of medicines into the Gaza Strip was handled. There has been criticism from the family saying he's not doing enough. He's not hearing them. He's putting his own interests uh, be before theirs. And, and this is why, again, and I stress, please be very careful about news you distribute about the hostages. Uh, these are people that every minute counts. Uh, mm -hmm. We had tragic news earlier this week and their families are going through untold trauma. So please be very, very careful about news that you share about hostages. Uh, and also there is the big issue that he said that he will not allow for a Palestinian state. He says he will fight the Americans on, on this. Now, this is going to harm Israel's image more than it already has been harmed around well, that's what i was thinking you know i took it very personally because i thought you know here are those of us in the diaspora and it's not about us i get it but it is in a way and and especially because we are engaged in another war for Israel's survival, and that is the war on, in, in the media, which is a very real, there is a very real delegitimization campaign. And then he says things that are, I know that my whole Twitter feed is going to be smothered in it later today. And I thought, like, why? What was the point? We, we had the president, Isaac Herzog, yesterday in Davos saying that, you know, right now for Israelis, they, we, we can't even begin to think of a peace process. We are, Which the, I get, you know, by the way, but that's a, different way, that's a different way of saying it. To say exactly. that Israelis have been terribly betrayed, they are hurt, they are still hostages, we can't think about peace right now. We are nowhere near thinking about peace right now. Uh, but, but uh, you know, that's different to saying, well, there'll never be a Palestinian state. Because, and especially knowing that Netanyahu is not even going to be around. So who is he? It, well, that's exactly that. President Herzog said, you know, uh, if we're talking about the day after, another thing that uh, the Prime Minister is facing a lot of criticism for, that he is not prepared to discuss the day after, and, and it's important that we are having these discussions uh, and, and clashing with uh, the army, and also very important, and especially for South Africans, not reining in the wayward right-wing politicians who are making those irresponsible comments that get Israel dragged before the International Court of Justice. And we can have the whole conversation about context and, and the presentation made brilliantly by Professor Malcolm Shaw, but these are a lot of criticisms and, and the president handled it uh, perfectly. He said, we can't think of that right now, but if we're talking about a Gaza the day after, we think that maybe there should be uh, a, a Palestinian um, uh, civil leadership, he says, along perhaps with an international coalition to ensure that uh, the Gaza Strip is de-radicalized. Uh, and that's the type of language you use, not our, uh, I, I say absolutely not. You know, uh, uh, th this to me, I, I think that uh, Netanyahu right now is, is almost like a desperate and um, uh, wounded animal and he's lashing out wherever he can.
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really really quite disturbing that uh, that he is making these types of comments. So uh, let's just uh, talk about what is going on on the ground. Let's start with Gaza, uh, but then I also want to just uh, get a bit of an update as to what's happening in the north. Well, I have to say that the army have been really, really meticulous in ensuring that journalists are, are updated all the time, that we get all the the pictures, the satellite photographs, the, the footage, and um, there is no excuse for any news outlet not to be reporting accurately because the IDF are very, very methodical moving um, through the uh, Gaza Strip and uh, and making sure they document everything. Uh, what I have found very interesting, uh, and, and we've seen this certainly in, in nearly the last four months, is that as the IDF move through the Gaza Strip, uh, they are presenting evidence and we see a lot of United Nations branding on that evidence. Now, this has been presented to the UN, you know, why are your UNRWA schools uh, hiding rockets? Why are they being used as launch pads? Um, why are your hospitals being used as uh, Hamas headquarters? Why are they being used to hold hostages uh, and uh, various other things? But of course, uh, the UN Secretary General spokesperson says the UN didn't know about Hamas terror tunnels in, in Gaza Strip. Nothing could be further from the truth. And our ambassador to the United Nations has uh, written a very long letter to the UN Secretary General with the evidence. How can you say you didn't know? We've seen your UN branding. Not only that, is in success in uh, previous operations. Um, the IDF have presented evidence about the tunnels. Hamas, in their own words, have spoken about the tunnels. Mm, you know, mm. to say that you didn't know about uh, the tunnels is absolutely disingenuous. Uh, and while we're on the subject of the UN, in a few days' time, we're going to have International Holocaust Memorial Day a day designated by the United Nations to coincide with the anniversary of the liberation of the Auschwitz death camp. And my words to the United Nations will be, you know, don't come on the 27th of January and look all forlorn and make sure that your optics look appropriate. You have failed Israel and the Jewish people. You have um, allowed your staff to celebrate the events of October the 7th. You have been silent in the face of sexual violence committed against Israeli women and girls. You have been silenced uh, silent UNICEF on this situation for Israeli children, many of whom are experiencing untold trauma mm, of mm. what they have witnessed and what they, they know. Uh, and uh, let's not even get started on what you've known about tunnels and what you've known about uh, uh, the withholding of humanitarian aid for civilians in Gaza. You have failed Israel and the Jewish people. And, and you know, it's so interesting. We were talking earlier during during the song. We were talking in studio about the South African situation and how a line has been crossed between the Jewish community and uh, Ramaphosa. And and it's, it's, it'll never be able. It'll never be uncrossed. That line has been. And and I think we've seen this war highlighting a lot of those things. UNRWA, the United Nations, the Red Cross. Uh, you know the. the these things will, will never come back 
because we've seen it in the ugliest form at the time that we were most vulnerable and uh, when they were either complicit in it or turned their backs on us. And we can't, we'll never go back. This war has clarified so much for Jews around the world. Well, that's absolutely true. And to quote uh, George W. Bush, we know who, are, who is with us and who is against us. And we have very, very long memories and very, mm. very mm. accurate memories. And, yeah, because uh, we don't rewrite history. As we don't rewrite mm. history mm. or invert history mm. uh, or co-opt somebody else's history. But I will say one thing. South Africans, South Af- these, these South African people and the South African jury, you have been nothing short of magnificent. And that is where we leave it. Raleen Marks, thank you as always. Wishing you a fantastic weekend, a peaceful one, a Shabbat Shalom, and we'll catch you on Monday. That Israel Report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Hi, it's Barry Cohen from the Blue Agency. Israel is currently facing one of its biggest challenges ever. All of Klal Israel is praying for the safety of our soldiers and the return of the hostages. We hope and pray that our soldiers and security forces will prevail and that they will all return home speedily and triumphant. We hold the hands of our clients and friends who have children serving in Sahal, who are protecting Israel and Jews around the world. May Hashem protect us all. Oh,